You're listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast, where our mission is to make you more money so you'll have less stress and more free time. It's all about mindset, attitude, and taking action. And your host, Wayne Weathersby, knows how to make that happen. He's negotiated and closed over $150 million in contracts while building businesses with proven success strategies that he wants to share with you. So if you're ready to make some real money, then let's get to it. Here's Coach Wayne. Hey guys, welcome back. We are going to break down my book, Passion and Purpose. So these next several episodes are going to be the contents of what's in that new book. If you'd like a copy, reach out to me through my Facebook, Productive Not Busy Podcast, Instagram, TikTok, and we'll get you a free copy. See, passion is more than dreams of great things and following your bliss, right? It is energy. Passion requires reserves of energy that are replenished as you feed your dreams through accomplishments. That feeling of power, drive, energy, and borderline obsession required to achieve your dreams is what we call passion. See, in writing this book, researching psychologists, One of them once related that during both of her pregnancies, she lost all her creative energy. The conclusion she drew from this was that for her, there was a limited amount of energy reserves. During the time her body was creating and sustaining another baby or another life, she did not have enough energy to create anything anymore. Considering the quotes noted previously with the references to passion and energy and soul fuel, Her thinking makes sense. Passion is energy, physical, emotional, spiritual. Perhaps passion is even social when working in groups of sharing your passions with others. In the case of social energy, we are fueled by both the eccentric and extrinsic rewards of our progress, success, and accomplishments. The passion is continuously sparked and reserves are replenished through these processes the drive and need to continue to reach toward our goal and expectation is reinforced. So now we're going to take a look at this in greater detail. Okay, so how to fuel the fire, follow your energy, and pursue your dreams. First, you have to have purpose. Finding your purpose. Finding your purpose makes it sound like it's lost, that maybe you've misplaced it, that it's somehow out of reach. But in truth, your purpose is all around you. If it's out of reach, that is because it's out of your consciousness or you're not paying attention to it. Likely likely it's crowded out by busyness and mind-numbing activities, i.e. social media. To have a purpose in life is to fulfill a calling or engage in a mission. Purpose is action-driven by passion, the energy that nourishes our dreams, desires, ambitions, and goals. 
I had to do that when I wrote this book. See, your emotions can help you realize your purpose. Even anger can help because anger is energizing. People who channel their anger into actions get things done. And they're not likely to lose sight of their purpose. Now, the person that uses their anger in words and not action, that has an opposite effect. So I want you to try a couple of these things to find your purpose. Number one, I want you to slow down. Rest your body, mind, soul, as they say. Immerse yourself in the present moment. Take in your environment and focus on what you feel, hear, smell, and taste. Then you want to become aware of the things that make you smile and the things that make you angry. Movies and books that resonate with you deeply, people who inspire you, things that bring you joy, injustices that push your buttons, policies that make you want to scream, social issues that break your heart and make you furious. Allow yourself to explore your memories even. What did you love to do before you got too busy, tired, old, broke to enjoy it? Recall the wrongs you wanted to right and the problems you wanted to solve. See, then you got to make time. Prioritize and embrace things that make time stand still or energize you to take massive action. And then do something. Move toward your purpose, no matter how small the action. Make a call, attend a meeting, do an online research, start an online group, ignite a fire to get something done. Then you got to commit to your purpose. The act of committing to your purpose requires goals. See, goals need to be beyond your reach, but not too far beyond your reach. Think long-term and short-term goals. Short-term goals are close enough to motivate you, but far enough away to make you stretch. For example, if ending world hunger, let's say, makes you want to do something, big picture, long-term goal, not likely that you will attain that one on your own, but with help from others, then decide how you want to contribute because you're going to have to contribute as well as the others. Create short-term goals based on what is doable, but not quite within your reach. It may be a project that has many steps, each getting you closer and closer and closer to your goals. So going back to the hunger, for example, ensure that all children in my country have access to school lunch. Ideas to achieve this. Fundraisers to pay off a school lunch bet. Establish a fund to pay for all of the loans for school lunches each week. Maybe a registration drive to get families who qualify signed up for a free lunch program. Solicit people to make healthy lunches for kids who are unable to eat at school due to allergies or what have you. It is most helpful, though, to have, to have target dates, milestones, deadlines built into your goals. If they are reasonable, and they should be, milestones provide a sense of accomplishment and reinforce your purpose. Each achievement fuels the next. See where I'm going with this? Replenishing stores of energy that ignite your passion. So living your purpose is the next step. Once you recognize your purpose and commit to the goals, short-term, achievable action steps 
objectives, whatever you want to call them. Get to work. Take action. Lose yourself in the moment of the flow. Allow yourself to celebrate milestones towards your goal. Find a way to share your progress with others, and it will provide additional motivation for you, I promise. If your purpose involves a solitary pursuit of your goals, establish ways to recharge. Many people do this through relationships and emotional connections. If you, if you aren't your thing, if people aren't your thing, get a pet. There's all kinds of people that credited in their biographies their pets. Salvador Dali, um, Hemingway, Freddie Mercury, Elvis, Franklin Roosevelt, Picasso, Stephen King, Winston Churchill, Alfred Hitchcock formed special bonds with their pets. I'm going to tell you a story here in a second, and I think this will kind of give you an idea where we're going with this about the passion. Okay, now we're going to talk about Sherry. This is a child that had a passion for helping others. Sherry was a 10-year-old foster child who lived in a group home. Born into a family with a mom who had schizophrenia and a dad with a ravaging alcohol problem. She had a very, very, very difficult childhood. After years of neglect, she and her sisters were removed from their home and placed in foster care. One day, Sherry was riding in the car with her social worker, and they passed a group of homeless people standing near the street. Sherry asked, who are those people and why are they standing out on the cold? Her social worker explained that they were people who did not have a place to live and spent time during the day looking for shelter and food. Later that afternoon, Sherry came to see her social worker with little arms just freaking full of blankets and pillows. She, she was very concerned about the people she saw on the street in the cold with no place to call home. It had prompted her to take an action. She had collected old blankets from the house her parents from the group home were. If she asked if the social worker would take her and let her give the blankets to the people in the cold. This became a tradition for Sherry and her social worker. So in the winter, Sherry collected blankets and together they took them to the shelter or gave them to people on the streets. Sherry's purpose was sparked by her empathy for others who believed they were not being properly cared for, and she took action. Each year, she remembered the people who were cold and homeless. Her actions were fueled by passion to help people in need. And after 30 years, Sherry continues to help those people who need it. Next, we're going to talk about energy. What needs energy? Well, first, your body. Passion is energy. is certainly physical. As such, passion requires participation from your body. Although many who live their purpose report working for countless hours without food, sleep, or restroom breaks, that isn't sustainable, and it's really not healthy. A well-rested, well-nourished, and well-hydrated body strengthens the functions of the brain. Flow requires focused attention, which includes a sharp mind. Keep your body alert with just doing a few things like this. 
move around at least two hours. They say this gets the dopamine flowing. Stretch your muscles. Wiggle your fingers and your toes. Roll your neck and your shoulders. Move your eyes from side to side, up and down. Drink adequate water and then take adequate restroom breaks. See, it's important to feed your brain as well as your body. Keep the neurons firing, they say, and your focus sharp with plenty of protein throughout the day. A snack of protein every couple hours combined with movement on in the hours in between will help you stay alert and avoid distractions. You can feed your brain and strengthen your mind with these activities. Puzzles. I'm trying to learn sign language, so maybe learn a new language, foreign language. Play an instrument, social interactions, take a class, pick a hobby. In addition, find ways to use your mind that are not related to your goals. Very types of activities give it exercise that it needs to stay sharp and not get one-track mind. That's where that came from. Give it some variety. Next, how do you nourish your soul? How do you nourish your spirit? Some people find that being in nature meets that need. Others, it's more traditional. It's like going to church. Many find that meditation, journaling, breathing, stretching activities replenishes their soul. Sit on the porch with a glass of wine or a cup of tea and take in your surroundings. Breathe in deep and take in every moment. Focus on your senses and let everything else fall away. Now, I know some people out there are going, uh, how do you know all this stuff? Well, I just, I ask questions. I ask doctors. I ask psychiatrists. I have these people in my sphere. And I was asking questions. And this is basically what they came back with. A, they're super successful. This is a lot of the stuff that they do. And B, this is what they coach their people to do. So whatever works for you, do that. Thank you for listening to the recap of The Passion and Purpose, my new book that you can get a free copy of if you like. Reach out to us here at the show, maybe through a voice message on our platform. We'd love to hear from you. We'll get you a copy of the book. Also, we'd like to thank our sponsors, The Jack's Channel on YouTube and Ohana Guitars. Come back for the next episode, and we are going to continue talking about passion and purpose. I'm going to tell you a little story about Ron, a guy who is passionate and dedicated to his craft. Look forward to hearing from you guys. Sell a bunch. Be nice to somebody. Say something nice to somebody. Be genuine. Take care. Be safe. See you next time. You've been listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast with Coach Wayne. Join us next time for more money-making strategies to help you have less stress and more free time. Follow us on Facebook at Productive Not Busy, on Instagram at Frontline.Coach.Wayne, and on Twitter at Wayne New Jr. And remember, be productive, not busy.